Brittany and welcome to my library. Welcome to another episode on the podcast. I'm so glad that you're all here, that we're all here. I hope that everyone's weeks were good and that summer is starting off on a good foot. I feel like this summer is already flying by so quickly and I'm just trying to savor every second of it that I can. I have been pretty available lately compared to how I usually am during like the school year because the kids that I nanny are at camp and so during the week they're at camp I pick them up on Fridays they're home for the weekend and then I drop them off on Mondays and they're at camp for the whole week so that's really nice I still go in like every day except for Wednesdays um, just to do any like extra errands that uh, my boss needs me to do but it's been really nice to just kind of chill and have more time to hang out with our friends and to hang out with Will and I'm trying to get a lot of reading done this summer. I am so excited. I applied to Southern New Hampshire University online for a bachelor's in English and creative writing and I should be starting that in August if my transcripts go through. Hopefully they will this week but I am super excited to go back to school and I feel like I finally know what I want to do with my life and it's so difficult when you're so young like graduating high school and you are kind of thrust into this college world and I didn't want to go to school I I really didn't know what I wanted to do the only thing that I felt like I was ever good at was like babysitting and so I thought that that would make me good to be a teacher but I didn't really want to be a teacher. I didn't really, I knew I didn't want to work with kids for the rest of my life, but I didn't know what else to do because that's the only thing I was really praised for growing up and I started babysitting so young and even like I'm so much older than my younger sister, we're seven years apart, so I feel like ever since then like I've just been older than all of the other like kids and especially like my mom's friend group and around like my sister's friends and I don't know I was just always the babysitter the caretaker like the quote-unquote mom friend of the group and so I felt really pressured to go into school and become with a teaching degree like I my major was um early education and I knew I don't know I just I never felt like that was what I genuinely wanted to do and I kind of resented it and I think maybe I didn't do so well in college because I knew that I didn't really want to do it so anyway I After I dropped out of community college and got married and everything, it took me a while to figure out, like, exactly what I wanted to 
do or like go to school for. I knew that having a degree was going to be very useful and I don't want to be stuck like being a nanny or working minimum wage jobs for the rest of my life. Like I, I know I have to go like work for what I want and that's something that like you know my mom taught me that's something that my grandma taught me that's something that like you know so many like especially women in my life have taught me like you have to work for what you want if you want it you have to go get it yourself so that's what I'm doing I feel like writing and just like literature in general is something that I'm very passionate about obviously hence this podcast but like ever since I, I was little, like, I loved writing stories, I loved telling stories, I loved being creative and, like, thinking of different worlds, different stories, like, my daydreaming skills were off the charts, I was constantly daydreaming, just constantly, like, in this imaginary world, I had a ton of imaginary friends growing up, And I just really felt like I could be something if I tried. And so this is me trying. And I am excited to see where this leads me. Hopefully somewhere good. I think it will. I have a good feeling about this. And I'm really excited to start school. So I wanted to share what was going on and just be excited with you guys. Um, But let's continue on with today's episode. We are talking about books to read for the summer, summer reads, just books that give off the summer vibes to help kick off summer really well. How many times can I say summer in one sentence? And I'm really excited. I love these types of videos and podcasts because... I just get really excited for the new season and anything that like fits the vibe of the season, it's great. I just love like the whole aesthetic of summer and I feel like this summer is going to be like one for the history books. Like we will feel so nostalgic for this summer with everything going on, like the Eras tour and like a ton of other artists touring like Harry Styles, Niall Horn. Um, Ed Sheeran is touring right now. The Jonas Brothers are getting ready for tour. And like with The Summer I Turned Pretty coming back, season two, and just everything. Like I feel like there's so many amazing books that are coming out this summer as well. And I'm just, I'm really excited for it. And I just have the sunny, happy beachside vibes going on. So, but before I get into that, let me share with you what I am currently reading. I'm currently reading Crescent City, House of Sky and Breath. I'm almost done with it. I should be finished this week, maybe in a couple days, and I will be done with the Sarah J. Mass read-through. It has been since March. Well, technically I started in February, but March was when I was going to actually like dedicate my time my life to rereading Sarah J Mass books and yeah like I've read a couple books in between to give me some like uh palate cleansers but I've I've been pretty it's been pretty good it's been a pretty long time it's been a few months so I'm almost done this is my last book and then I will 
be started on bigger and better things. There's this book that has been going around and it is like blowing up on the internet right now, The Fourth Wing by, oh my goodness, I know the last name is Yaros, Jessica Yaros, I feel like that's not right, but look it up and it has like the highest rating on Goodreads I've ever seen. Everyone has been like obsessing over it, crying, they're laughing, they love, they're like throwing it across the room, like they love it so much. And I, I really need to read this book. I need to know what the hype is. So I'm trying to hurry up with Crescent City so that I can get on the bandwagon with everyone else. And I'm excited to read The Fourth Wing. So maybe next week you will hear me and my thoughts about it. And at the end of June, we will get to discuss during my wrap-up. But without further ado, let me share with you some books to read for the summer. The first book that I will share is Mary Jane by Jessica Anya Ballou. And this is set in the 1970s. And there's this young teenager, Mary Jane, who just lives a quiet life with her mom. She is kind of shy. She's very bookish. And she gets a summer job as a nanny for the daughter of a local doctor. And her mother is very glad that she has this, like, highly respectable job. And so she goes to this house and, you know, it's kind of a mess on the inside. The doctor is a psychiatrist, which so is my boss is also a psychiatrist. That's weird. And she just comes into this house, and it's a kind of a disaster. It's not the way that she grew up in this very clean, cleanliness home. So she kind of decides to fix it up and make it her own. She kind of like Snow White's the house, you know, and um, Snow White when she opens up the door to the Seven Dwarves' house, and she's like, oh my gosh, this place is a mess. I'm going to clean it. That's kind of what she does. And especially after one of the psychiatrist's clients starts living with them, he is basically a rock star dry out and he needs a break. So she just introduces them to like a clean home. She does their laundry. She cooks them meals like She's very respectable in this house. She kind of manages the house very well. But now she's just kind of caught between this lifestyle that she's always known and then this future where she just like realizes that this is a new possibility. This is something else that I can kind of think about. And so she kind of has to decide who she wants to be and where she wants to go after this because she's never seen another side of life from the one that she's known until now and you know that whole thing where you kind of like want to just experiment and I think this book is a great read I've heard many many good things about it so that's the first one the second book and I had to include a Taylor Jenkins read novel in here but it's Malibu Rising 
I feel like Malibu Rising is perfect for the summer because obviously in Malibu, California, that's just the prime like summer vibes in my head that I have. Like that would be an amazing time. And so basically it's like the 1980s and the there's four kids of this very famous man. He's an actor. He shows up in a lot of Taylor Jenkins Reid's other books as like minor characters, but he's the father of four kids. And so basically the premise is every year at the Malibu house, they have a wild party. And this book happens within that 24 hours of the day of the party and everything that goes on in that 24 hours there's a lot of drama and it goes through each sibling's perspective especially the oldest daughter Nina who kind of had to step up and raise her chill raise her siblings after her mother just kind of neglected them she was present she was still there but her mother was dealing with a lot of depression and like mental illness issues and so she just kind of like emotionally abandoned her kids and their father really did abandon them and he would send money come back every once in a while but it kind of goes into that pastime where Nina and her siblings were little into like the parents perspective and their love story and then it kind of flashes forward to the night of the party and what's going on with each of the siblings and each one of them is going through something way differently and they're all kind of keeping secrets and Nina is trying to just keep everything together like she's always done she has just gotten divorced she's like a sports illustrated model so she's on the cover of magazines a lot so she just there's a lot that she has to like keep up with and basically in one whole 24-hour period a lot changes and it's really fascinating the book isn't super long but every single character gets flushed out every single character gets the whole roundedness that they deserve like no one is left behind plus you get such a intense and thought out um backstory to what's going on like what happened during Nina's childhood and it's just it's so good like everything about this book is so good even though it's so short I feel like a lot of other authors would have trouble with this sort of premise in making it as short as Malibu Rising is like they would make it way longer because they probably would have to they would have trouble like flushing out characters like I've I've read other stories that are kind of similar to this that just aren't executed as well as Taylor Jenkins Reid can do and I love this book it's five stars for me so definitely pick this one up and it kicks off this the summer vibes they they're like surfers they live in a beach house and it's great I love this book and that's the second one okay this third book I haven't read yet and I don't have this book but I've seen it all over the place and people seem to love this like book um 
series. It's kind of a series, kind of not really a series, but it is Meet Me at the Lake by Carly Fortune, and it just came out. I will read the little synopsis for you real quick. It says, Fern Brookbanks has wasted far too much of her adult life thinking about Will Baxter. She spent just 24 hours in her early 20s with the aggravatingly attractive, idealistic artist, a chance to encounter that spiraled into a day-long adventure in Toronto. The timing was wrong, but their connection was undeniable. They shared every secret, every dream, and made a pact to meet one year later. Fern showed up, Will didn't. At 32, Fern's life doesn't look at all how she once imagined it would. Living, instead of living in the city, Fern's back home running her mother's uh, Moskoka Lakeside Resort, something she vowed never to do. The place is in disarray, her ex-boyfriend's the manager, and Fern doesn't know where to begin. She needs a life, uh, oh my gosh, she needs a plan, a lifeline. To her surprise, it comes in the form of Will, who arrives nine years too late with a suitcase in tow and an offer to help. Will may be the only one who understands what Fern's going through. But how could she possibly trust this expensive suit-wearing mirage who seems nothing like the young man she met all those years ago? Will is hiding something, and Fern's not sure she wants to know what it is. But ten years ago, Will Baxter rescued Fern. Can she do the same for him? So, this is like kind of a second chance romance, but not really because they only spent one day together like ten years ago. And I, I heard good things about it. People seem to really like this book. Carly Fortune also has a, another book that came out last summer called Every Summer After, which people went nuts for. I feel like everyone read this so quickly and everyone had an amazing things to say. This one is kind of like... It's kind of like Love in Other Words by Christina Lauren. If you've read that book where there's a, like a childhood friends to strangers to lovers and the premise is very similar, I hear. I'll talk more about um, Love in Other Words later, but this is, um, Carly Fortune seems to be the one to watch for summer reads after these two books have come out. So very interesting for that one. This next one is for my young adult stands, and it's The Moon and War by Sarah Jessen. I love Sarah Jessen. I've read all of her books, and The Moon and War was one of my favorites. It's a really good, just quick, easy, light, fluffy summer read, kind of a coming-of-age story. Basically, you have Emmeline, and she has seemingly the perfect life. She grew up in Colby, which if you've read a Sarah Dessen book, that's kind of her fictional town that she made up. And a lot of her books either mention or are set in Colby. And um, so Emmeline has grown up in Colby and she has the perfect boyfriend. His name is Luke. He's handsome. He's kind. He's fun. She has a really perfect family. 
She has an amazing stepdad. She loves her sisters. She loves her mom. And her father is sort of absent from her life, but he still kind of comes back and kind of tells her what he should do or what she should do with her life. But she's feeling this kind of pull to leave and maybe go to like an Ivy League school. And then this boy Theo comes along and he kind of kicks up her life. He makes her kind of rethink the way that her life is going. Maybe like she should figure out for herself. It's that classic coming of age story but he seems to really just be sort of aloof and he's a New Yorker he's kind of down in Colby for some work and they kind of get swept up together and they just kind of fall into this groove and she kind of realizes that maybe there's something more out there for her and I like this book I feel like Sarah Dessen is a good is a good for for all ages but for summer reads because they're just kind of coming of age. It's a lot about girls who have either just graduated high school or about to graduate high school and they're trying to figure out what they want to do with the rest of their lives and kind of make their own path and become their own person. And so I feel like that is a great one for everyone. And also, if you haven't read the summer I turned pretty series before watching the show, then you definitely should read the books. It's by Jenny Han, and they are classic summer reads. It's the OG love triangle. Who's she gonna end up with? Who's she gonna pick? And it's all set at this beach house in Cousins Beach, and she her brother and their mom go every summer to see their mom's best friend and her two sons conrad and jeremiah and belly is the main character's name she basically has to decide she's had a crush on conrad forever but this one summer the summer she turned pretty she goes to cousins and both jeremiah and conrad kind of see her as less of a sister figure and more of a like whoa this is like an actual girl that like I really might like and so now Belly kind of has to decide is she gonna pick Jeremiah or Conrad who's she gonna end up with and it goes through the whole series they kind of grow up it's kind of leads like after high school and then into college and It really is, like, I did not know who she was going to pick. I know who I wanted her to pick. And it also changes, like, oh, I wanted her to pick Conrad at first. And then I kind of liked Jeremiah. I felt like Conrad was kind of eh. And then, like, things change. Things don't, like, I kind of felt either way, like, oh, she should pick Conrad. Oh, she should pick Jeremiah. Oh, I don't know what she's going to pick until the very end. And then she picks, and I really liked it. I thought the books, they're they're super short. They're, like, 200 pages long. So they could definitely, like, all three of them could be read in, like, a week. Um, But I think they're really cute summer reads. And then you can go watch the show. The second season is coming out really soon. 
and I'm very excited to watch it. Even though, like, the plot of the of the show is a, different from the books, like, there's a lot of characters and plot lines in the show that aren't in the book, but, like, the main gist of it of who's she gonna pick, Conrad or Jeremiah, that's still, like, really prevalent in there. Okay, the last book that I'm going to talk about is Love in Other Words by Christina Lauren. This is Christina Lauren. They are a very, very interesting author. I've read, I've read, I think maybe only two of their books. And I personally am not the biggest fan. I like their books. I feel like they write like good blueprint books of what a trope is supposed to be but they're never my favorite but I know that like they're very popular their books are very popular and I say they because Christina Lauren they're two different people like there's Christina and there's Lauren and they write books together and they just put their names together Christina Lauren and so that's why I say they but the unhoney or not the unhoneymooners that is one book that I have read I have read both that one and Love in Other Words, but also The Unhoneymooners, that is also a good summer read because they go to like on this honeymoon to a tropical vacation. But Love in Other Words is one of their most famous books. They, people love this one. Basically, you have Macy and Elliot, and Macy goes to this lake house every summer with her dad, and they live next door to Elliot and his family. I think they live there full time, and Elliot and Macy, like, they meet when they're young kids, and they kind of um, bond over books, and they just hang out together every summer, all summer. And then they kind of grow up together. And when they're teenagers, they start liking each other. And they kind of make a move, but not really. But then something really tragic happens. And they don't end up talking for like 11 years. And so 11 years go by. Macy kind of works this miserable job. And she has a fiancé who's kind of mediocre and she is just kind of getting through life, not really thriving, just kind of surviving until Elliot shows back up and kind of flips her world upside down. And that's all I'll say about that because I don't want to spoil anything. But basically, he's trying to figure out why they stopped contacting each other when they were young he doesn't know anything that happened and neither does the reader so it's something that we find out with Elliot and it is really good I I did like this book I thought the like the what happened was really good and that was something that I was not expecting at all so yeah but that is my list for summer reads. Maybe I will do a part two because there are so many more that I had like on my list that I wanted to talk about. So let me know if I should do a part two and I will. But that is all for today. Thank you guys for listening and thank you for coming to my library. Have a great week and I will see you later. Bye.